Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Hot Off The Wire, a daily podcast that looks at the top news, business, sports, and entertainment stories as reported by the Associated Press. I'm Terry Lipschitz, Managing Editor of the National Newsroom at Lee Enterprises and your Curator of News. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. And now the latest headlines. This is AP News. I'm Rita Foley. A candlelight prayer vigil last night in Perry, Iowa. Just hours earlier, a 17-year-old student opened fire at a school, killing a sixth grader and wounding five other people, say authorities. He was then found dead, apparently having killed himself. The AP's Ben Thomas on this tragedy. We've got an active shooter situation at Perry High School. We need general law. The first day of school after winter break in Perry, Iowa. Dallas County Dispatch, courtesy Broadcastify. We have a male subject down in the hallway. Investigators say that shooter, a 17-year-old, identified as Dylan Butler, killed a sixth grader and wounded five others, including the school principal. He was armed with a shotgun and a handgun. And Mitch Morvet of the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigations adds, An improvised explosive device. The state fire marshal and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms rendered the device safe. That sound from WOI-TV. Officials did not offer a motive, but two friends tell the AP he'd been bullied for years. I'm Ben Thomas. Olympic runner Oscar Pistorius has been released from prison on parole in South Africa. He was in prison for killing his girlfriend, Riva Steenkamp, in 2013. A fire broke out at a hospital in Germany, southeast of Hamburg, killing four people. The fire had spread to the rooms of several patients, according to police. Not clear what caused it. Here at home, the December jobs report comes out this morning. The AP's Donna Warder. Economists surveyed by the data firm FactSet say that employers likely added 160,000 jobs last month. That would mean the economy added 2.7 million jobs in 2023, an average of about 226,000 jobs a month. Gas is about 3.08 a gallon this morning, says the AAA, down four cents in a week. This is AP News. Now to a poisonous spider, the APZ Donahue. The largest male specimen of the world's most venomous spider has been found in Australia. The deadly Sydney funnel web spider is dubbed Hercules and has fangs that can pierce a human fingernail. Emma Tenney with the Australia Reptile Park says it was found on the country's central coast. Male fem- um, funnel webs are significantly smaller than females, so I actually thought it was a female. He was handed in by public donation. Tenney tells AUBC these spiders are deadly, but they aren't around very long. Once they reach maturity, their natural lifespan's only around one year. So we need to um, constantly have them handed in by the general public. 
um, because we need them for our life-saving antivenom program. The plan is to get lots of venom out of this spider. Since the inception of a program in 1981, no one has died in Australia from a funnel-web spider bite. I'm Ed Donahue. And I'm Rita Foley, AP News. Because he's already proven that he has the character flaws to go through with these hateful things that he's saying that he would do. And a day before the Capitol riot's third anniversary, the president will reissue the warning today near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, where George Washington's Continental Army spent a tough winter during the revolution. To protect democracy. While Trump seeks to destroy it, though the ex-president has said he's not the problem. The threat is crooked Joe Biden. Saying the federal charges he's facing related to the riot show Democrats are the ones trying to subvert democracy. The two men are invoking the riot through different interpretations as they head toward a potential 2020 rematch. As the Capitol riot's third anniversary approaches this weekend, both President Biden and Donald Trump are using the event as a political rallying cry with different interpretations. To the president, the riot represented Trump and his backers holding a dagger at the throat of American democracy, a bid to subvert the 2020 election results. An extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. While he calls Trump a threat to democracy. No, I'm not a threat. I will save democracy. The threat is crooked Joe Biden. The ex-president says the federal charges he faces related to the riot and bids in two states to keep him off the ballot show Democrats are the ones undercutting democratic values. Sagar Magani, Washington. New York City is suing more than a dozen charter bus companies for their role in Texas Governor Greg Abbott's operation to send tens of thousands of migrants to urban areas. The lawsuit claims that 17 bus companies knowingly implemented Governor Abbott's busing plan in violation of a New York law that limits transferring needy persons across state lines and then abandoning them. It seeks more than $700 million in damages to recoup the cost of caring for an estimated 33,000 migrants who've arrived in the city on charter buses since April 2022. Abbott said in response that the suit was a violation of the Commerce Clause, which guarantees the constitutional right to travel. I'm Lisa Dwyer. The family of a trailblazing former Texas congresswoman alleges she died of medical negligence. Annie Bernice Johnson was the first registered nurse elected to Congress. She died last week at age 89 in her home. But a lawyer says Johnson's death was caused by an infection of her spine. The lawmaker's son, Kirk Johnson, says he found his mom left in her own waist at a rehabilitation center following back surgery. Deplorable. She was being unattended to. She was screaming out in pain and for help. She thought that she wouldn't live three weeks, and she did. In a statement, Baylor Scott and White Health called Johnson an inspiration to all and said they are committed to working with her family and attorney. I'm Norman Hall. AP Sports, I'm Josh Rountree. A couple of NBA games on Thursday's schedule. We begin in San Francisco, where the Nuggets got 34 points, 9 rebounds, and 10 assists from Nikola Jokic, who hit a very deep three-pointer at the buzzer to lift Denver to a 131-27 win over the Warriors. Aaron Gordon had 30 for Denver. Steph Curry, the same for Golden State. In San Antonio, the Bucks outdueled the Spurs. More from Dave Ferry. Giannis Attentacupo and Victor Wembanyama put on a show in the Bucks' 125-121 win over the Spurs. 
Antetokounmpo delivered 44 points and 14 rebounds in his first matchup against the Spurs rookie center. But Wembenyama wasn't too shabby himself, shooting 10 of 18 from the field and finishing with 27 points, 9 boards, and 5 blocks. I want to go at everyone and be, be the bad guy on the court, you know, so... It's a, it was a great matchup. Antetokounmpo drained a three that put Milwaukee ahead 121-118. Wambanyama responded with a tray that tied the game before the Greek freak converted a three-point play with 53 seconds left. On the ice, Cindy Crosby and the Penguins allowed a 5-2 lead to slip away, but thanks to Crosby's third-period goal and to assist Pittsburgh won in Boston 6-5. Yeah, get a big one uh, shorthanded there. You know, momentum swung a couple times there both ways, so... Just one of those games where, you know, last goal is going to win, and we got the last one. Other NHL winners, Seattle, the Islanders, Tampa, Calgary, St. Louis, Columbus, the Rangers, Buffalo, Winnipeg, Detroit, Florida, and Colorado, which got an OT goal from Nathan McKinnon to top Dallas 5-4. McKinnon with another big game, according to Jonathan Druin, who had a pair of goals himself. He's having a hell of a year, and uh, he's our leader here. And um, you know, just to have him, you know, again tonight, he was our leader, get that overtime winner on uh, on a gutsy win. Um, it's the stuff he's able to do and he's been doing for a lot of years now and uh, we're lucky to have him. And in the NFL, four-time Pro Bowl running back Dalvin Cook reportedly signed with the Ravens practice squad Thursday after going unclaimed on waivers following his release by the Jets. I'm Josh Roundtree, AP Sports. The NBA fined the Brooklyn Nets $100,000 on Thursday, marking the first time a team was sanctioned for violating the league's player participation policy that went into effect this season. The Nets held out four rotation players, starters Spencer Dinwiddie, Nick Claxton, and Cam Johnson, along with key reserve Dorian Finney-Smith, in what became a 144-122 loss to the Milwaukee Bucks on December 27th. Brooklyn asserted that giving players rest on the second night of a back-to-back and the start of a stretch of six games in nine days was best for its club. The Atlanta Braves reworked the contract for newcomer Chris Sale, announcing Thursday a new two-year $38 million deal with the left-handed pitcher acquired last week from the Boston Red Sox. The contract also includes an $18 million club option for 2026 and supersedes his previous deal that called for a $27.5 million salary this year. The seven-time All-Star gets an additional $10.5 million in guaranteed money without having to wait for a deferred payment in exchange for committing to at least two seasons with the Braves. The NCAA and ESPN have agreed to an eight-year, $920 million deal that will give the network exclusive rights to 40 championships, including the Division I Women's Basketball Tournament. NCAA President Charlie Baker told the AP the deal has an average annual value of $115 million. The deal covers 21 women's and 19 men's sports, adding tennis, track and field, men's gymnastics, the women's Division II and III volleyball and basketball championships, and the men's Division II and Division III basketball championships. Fire officials say a child playing with a cigarette lighter started a fire at the $6.9 million home owned by Miami Dolphins star receiver Tyreek Hill. Davy Fire Marshal Robert Taylor tells the Associated Press that the fire was accidental and no one was injured. He did not provide the age of the child or the amount of damage caused by the fire. Hill was at Dolphins practice when the fire broke out. He left practice when he got word about the blaze. Miami television station WSVN showed a large amount of black smoke coming from the roof. I'm Geffen Coolbaugh. The Golden Globe Awards are set for Sunday outside Los Angeles. I'm Archie Zaroleta with a preview. Hi, Barbie! 
Hi, Ken. Barbie leads the nominations in the movie categories for the Golden Globes with nine, while Succession leads in the TV categories, also with nine. Comedian Joe Coy will host. He says he blew off his family over the holidays so he could focus on writing jokes. And I'm like, all right, you guys can get away now. <laughs> get away. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with drama right now. I can't. I can't party with you. At, you know, I couldn't do anything. The Golden Globes returned as a full broadcast last year after recovering from years of scandals. The awards will be shown live on CBS on Sunday. Actor Glennis Johns has died of natural causes at the age of 100 at an assisted living home in Los Angeles, according to her manager. I'm Archie Zaraleta with a look at her career. Well done. Glennis Johns appeared in more than 50 movies, but she was probably best known for playing the mother in the 1964 movie Mary Poppins. You may not know that composer Stephen Sondheim wrote this song for her voice. Where are the clouds? Johns won a Tony in 1973 for her role in A Little Night Music. She told the Associated Press in 1990 that song was the greatest gift she had ever been given in the theater. A Navy official says Iran-backed rebels in Yemen launched a sea drone toward Navy and commercial vessels in the Red Sea after a final warning from the U.S. and allies. Vice Admiral Brad Cooper, the head of U.S. Navy operations of the Middle East, said it was the first time the Houthis had used an unmanned surface vehicle, or USV, in their harassment of commercial ships in the Red Sea that started after the outbreak of the Israel-Hamas war. The USV is said to have come within a couple of miles before detonating. Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder would not say whether any military action would follow Thursday's launch of the sea drone. We're not going to uh, stand aside and allow our forces to be uh, threatened uh, without ensuring that we're properly protecting them. Since late October, the Houthis have launched scores of one-way attack drones and missiles at commercial vessels transiting the Red Sea. I'm Norman Hall. The U.S. says North Korea has again provided Russia more advanced weaponry for the war in Ukraine. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says intelligence officials believe Kim Jong-un supplied Vladimir Putin with ballistic missiles and Russian forces fired some into Ukraine. This is a significant and concerning escalation in the DPRK's support. For Russia. At the same time, Kirby says Russia still tried to get close-range ballistic missiles from Iran, and partnerships like that must spur Congress to approve more aid for Ukraine. Iran and the DPRK are standing with Russia. The Ukrainians deserve to know that the American people and this government will continue to stand with them. Sagar Megani at the White House. The United Nations has issued a somber economic forecast for 2024. The annual forecast highlights challenges from escalating conflicts, sluggish global trade, persistently high interest rates, and increasing climate disaster, projecting that global economic growth would slow to 2.4% this year from an estimated 2.7% in 2023, which exceeds some experts' expectations. The UN forecast is lower than those of the International Monetary Fund in October and the Organization for Economic Economic Cooperation and Development in late November. I'm Charles de Ledesma. I'm Terry Lipschitz, thanking you for listening. Audio provided by the Associated Press. Music is by Skillcell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off the Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.